What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your friend of the neighborhood, Mr. Reese, also known as Reese the Poet, and this is another episode of The Reset, where, as always, you know the slogan, value equals vision, and breathing don't count as living. It's more than motivation, it's change. Let's get it. So right now, there was a lot of questions and things surrounding the vaccines. There's a lot of thought processes surrounding uh, what's going on with the pandemic. There's a lot of wondering, uh, uncertainty about what is the purpose of the agenda? What are we doing? What's happening around us? Is our world really being changed so drastically? The truth is, the answer is yes <laughs> to all of the above. Now, I talked to somebody, I had a buddy of mine, we were having a conversation, he was asking me about, you know, um, you know, we were talking about vaccines and COVID and stuff, and one of the things he said, he's super pro-vax, like he's pro-vax, 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 and I hate that pro-vax and anti-vax, because I feel like what that does is that labels people, push you in categories and attaches ideals to human beings, and unfortunately, that right there is one of the most dangerous things that you can do. Um, that's literally what justifies genocide. Um because when you're trying to eliminate an idea, when you attach it to a person, it makes it so easy for you to be able to simply use the body and the person as collateral because you're so focused on trying to kill the idea. Hmm. Anyway, so, uh, but that being said, I want to try to do my best and I'm going to try to tackle something. I want to explain the other side. See, most people I hear people talk about all the time, they say, how could somebody you know, not be pro-vax or whatever case is. Well, and this is not an affirmation or an advocation of any particular side. This is simply simply me attempting to explain the thought process, right? As to why people will still have questions, okay? So uh, imagine this. Imagine that you are a normal person. You're, you're minding your business. You're doing your thing. And just imagine that all of a sudden you get the word that uh people's cars are breaking down and we don't know what you know we don't know why people's cars are breaking down everybody's cars breaking down and you're just like what's going on and so as you continue to try to do your research and figure out why everybody's cars breaking down one of your buddies cars break down and you're like man this is crazy so then finally an expert someone says well, i've been studying gas and fuel and cars my entire life and i know the problem the problem is, is that you're using bad gas right you're using the wrong gas what you need is you actually need this new gas this gas that now it just came out of nowhere. It was super developed really quickly. But this gas is going to be a thing that's going to fix the problem. Now, as a consumer, you see an expert and you're like, okay, well, that makes sense. Okay, cool. But then you fast forward and then you find out that there's another expert who comes out and says, no, that's false. You don't need that. You don't need that type of fuel. This And as a matter of fact, you actually can do this, 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 and this, and this, and it'll fix your car. Now, here's the problem. Both of them have evidence that supports their argument. And you as the person in the middle who simply, you just don't want your car to break down. And you're looking back and forth trying to figure out what to do. And in the midst of all this, you have these two experts that are going back and forth constantly in a, with a contradictory message. Then as you dig a little deeper, then you find out that the first expert that came out, he actually was against the new gas until he got power of the actual gas company. So it makes you question. And then you add to those questions the fact that when you do your research, you find out that neither one of the experts actually used gas in the first place. 
And then you fast forward even more, you find out that <laughs> the gas can cause your car to break down anyway. That even with the gas, your car can still break down. Your car can still get messed up. In fact, it is possible that if you put this gas in your car, it can make you to where you can't use your car at all. And then you add this extra dynamic is that anyone who says that you can use all these other methods, all of a sudden, they get blacklisted and they get removed from the conversation. They get told that they're false. They get discredited. They get, you know, reamed by every other expert in the world. And so all of a sudden, there's just so much contradiction. And that same first expert has told you that the gas works. But then the first thing they say is it doesn't work. And then they say it, do, it does work. And then you're going back and forth for these people that you're supposed to be following. They always say follow the science and the experts, but when you're const when your experts and your scientists are constantly in constant contradiction on a regular basis, you as the consumer in the middle, you don't really know what to do. All you know is you don't want your car to break down. So that's oh, and then add the fact that the people who are telling you that you need this new gas or you'll be in trouble, and then you add they they add this dynamic of if you don't get the new gas. Oh, well then, unfortunately, for the common good, then you're not going to be allowed to drive. Then, unfortunately, we're going to be taking away, potentially taking your keys, potentially taking your vehicle. That's tight. That's tough. See, most people who are anti-vaccine, the truth is the vaccine could be a placebo. It could be... It could be water. It could be a water pill for, for, for all we know. You know what I'm saying? It could be nothing. But the issue that most people have with the whole vaccine situation is beyond just the medical side of it. The issue that they have is the liberty. The issue that people have who are anti-vaccine, this particular vaccine, is the fact that you're telling me not only do I, you're, you're saying I don't have a choice whether I get it or not. I know people are saying, well, they're not mandating anything. Well, in a lot of places, they are mandating things. And these are things that we need to be aware of because check this out. Listen, listen, listen. Because this is how it begins. It's little things that sound like they're good for the common good, only to find out that they're only good for the person who put them in place. You find out that when I tell you that you no longer, I can't make you do it. But what I can do is say that you can't participate in society if you don't. Well, see, now you've officially taken away my choice. You've taken away, you, you've essentially forced me to do this because I need to be able to function. And, you know, not to be extra uh, conspiracy type, but I mean, you know, it is very um, reminiscent when you hear in New York, the mandate saying you can't go in certain restaurants. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't go here if you're not vaccinated without vaccination proof. You know, you wonder why you get a lot of the speculation of people talking about like the mark of the beast, because it is eerily similar to what is described in Revelations when it talks about the mark of the beast and how it'll be. You won't be able to buy or sell without having that mark. You won't be able to participate in society. Now, do I believe it's the mark of the beast? No. You know, biblically, that just doesn't make sense biblically. However, to say that it is an almost a shadow of what could possibly come. It couldn't almost be a shadow to see this is eerily similar to what they did with the Jews in Germany, where they said that you have to wear the band and you have to wear the patch in order to come outside. See, it's these little tactics that we often miss because we can get too caught up in this one particular thing. 
we get too caught up in the one particular danger. I told somebody the other day, I said, um, you know, imagine that I walked up to you out of nowhere and I snatched you, I grabbed you, like I threw you behind me against the wall. You know, you're all jacked up and you're like, dang, what the heck? Like, you don't, you don't know me, but I just rolled up and said, hey, get up, come here. And threw you behind me. And you, you know, you all messed up and you would be one to fight. You would get up ready to swing. Like, what's wrong with you? But if I told you, wait, 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 listen, listen, there is a danger around the corner. It's a guy with a gun. Or if I say something now, you haven't actually seen the gun. You haven't seen the guy. You may even see a shadow, but you haven't actually seen the danger itself. But I've convinced you that your life is in danger. And so therefore, what do you do? People are willing. You're much more susceptible to my instruction when you're trying to preserve your life. And so one of the main tactics that is used to seize power is safety. I'm here for your good. I'm here for your safety. So what people don't realize is that um, early on in the war, early on in the war when the Holocaust was getting started, do you know that most of the people who were wearing the bands, they wore the bands because the bands represented that they were under German protection? How ironic is that? How viciously sad and 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 the painful irony of that the fact that they the Jews that were that the Germans attempted to exterminate early on believed that they were under German protection that was the lie that they were told and just like that they were willing to go and they were willing to move and do exactly what the Germans asked them to do. Only to find out that they were literally walking and volunteering their lives. Only to find out that they were moving what they thought was protection was leading them to death. And imprisonment. But they thought it was for their good at first. And by the time they realized that it wasn't, it was too late. So now you have a better picture of why people question the vaccine, the legitimacy of the vaccine, the um, the, the realness. They, 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 they question it's because really, to be honest with you, it's less about science and more about liberty. And, uh, and freedom and where does it end you know I asked the question is it the government's job to protect the people or to provide an environment for which the people might protect themselves and I would love to get your feedback and your comments on that I posted on Instagram a while ago and I got some interesting comments and so um, it's just something to think about you know, these are these are real aspects and real things that are going on. And then in particular, I think because there's so much contradiction about the legitimacy of the vaccine, and there's so much contradiction between the experts, and there's such a flippant nature in the position of the administration and be at the, the CDC and the, everybody else, they've all back bounced back and forth back and forth back and forth about what's right what's wrong you whether you get the vaccine you don't have to wear a mask but then they say well that's not true if you get the vaccine you still got to wear a mask and then if you get the vaccine you still can get covid and you can still pass covid so wait 
And actually, technically, you can actually still die from COVID, even if you get the vaccine. But there's like a slimmer chance of you dying from COVID if you get the vaccine. It's like, wait, okay, help me out. So you're saying if I get this, I could, first of all, die from that. Because it is facts. There have been people who have developed different conditions and different issues and challenges and side effects from the vaccine. Now, is it a super large percentage? I couldn't tell you. I don't have the numbers on that. But what I can tell you is that there are people who have ended up in worse positions because of the vaccine. There was a young lady I saw on TikTok like that. You know, she was explaining her story. She got the vaccine. The next thing you know, like she's all like really having some challenges. She had to like relearn to walk because her body just like shut down and rejected. And that could be a reaction. But the point is that you've had multiple cases of people with, you know, heart conditions that have developed healthy people, those kind of things from the vaccines. Um, but then you have a good portion of people that are perfectly fine. So I'm not saying that it's one way or the other. I'm just saying that this is some a factor that needs to be taken in place, uh, taken in consideration. Um, and then on the other side, you have this. You have this certain, and if you're honest, you have this certain sinister smell about you. It's, there's just something that there's something that just doesn't sit right about about the. I'll put it like this. I don't think the science is the issue. I think that, or better, I, I, I better statement. Here's a better statement for that. I do absolutely believe that COVID is real. However, I also believe that many of the protocols and many of the um, requirements and many of the things that are being put in place to combat the pandemic I believe are less about the people and more about power. Um, I do believe that many of the things that are being put in place, although it is under the umbrella and guise of the common good, I think is more about long-term control. I do believe that there's a great element to that. I think that in the midst of this hardship, this hardship is being opportunized. That's not a word. Uh, I believe that this hardship is being utilized as an opportunity to see what we can do, see how much control can we gain. Um, you know, I do believe that a lot of this is precursor and set up to what we've already known prior to the pandemic, that ultimately there is an agenda of a global agenda, a, a uh, you know, globalization, um, you know, one world order, all these kind of things. And, and this is not some deep conspiracy or some, you know, oh, I mean, it's biblical. That is true. But this is not just some deep conspiracy. This is very well known that there is a faction of the government in the world that is looking for there's a, there's a faction of people looking for a global agenda. And that is true. And we see that already, you know, there's, you know, with currency, they're trying to go away from certain currencies and, and move us to a, a, a cashless society and move it to one world currency. There's already documents on top of documents that have been released about that. Um, and if you, you know, if you want to dig a little bit, you can find that stuff and you can already see the way that the, and I think more than, but more dangerous is the, the uh, monolithic thinking that is being pushed where you have to believe this. Everybody who is like this thinks like this. And we're attaching ideals to people. And I mentioned that before. You know, that's the setup. That's the setup right there. And so that's the issue that people have. And that's the things we need to be aware of globally um, and not get so caught up in, 
in the individual issues, although they are important, understand that many of the individual issues <laughs> have been strategically placed to distract you from the overall agenda. You see what I'm saying? And I don't want to come on here and sound like conspiracy theorists and none of that stuff. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to get us to think. I'm here to get us to, to get out of our little worlds and actually step back and see, see something from a different perspective. You know, um, and like I said, you may agree, you may disagree, and that's okay. I'm good with that. As I always say, I'm always down for a conversation. Um, but I would just say that, as I always say, step back, look at the big picture. And so when you're talking to people who you disagree with, take a second to actually see it from their perspective, see what they're seeing, and then discuss it thoroughly with your argument and their argument. And then you all can come to a decision on what you want to do from there. You know, because when we when we simply say, oh, because you oh, you're like like you write somebody off because they're anti-vax. Oh, you're an anti-vaxxer. Well, OK, you, you don't even know this person. You don't know why. They, you don't know why they think the way that they do. Just like when someone is pro-vaccine and you say, oh, and, and you have those who are anti-vaxxers and they come out and they say, oh, oh, you're a sheep and you're being deceived and this, that, and other. You're da, 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 da. Okay, well, you don't know why they've made that decision. They could have been very uneasy and uncomfortable about getting the vaccine, but then say they had a relative that passed away and say they had a, um, you know, they they lost a bunch of relatives. That buddy of mine is like that. He lost a lot of relatives to um, what was said to be this sickness. And so from an emotional perspective, you have to understand why people are more willing and susceptible to do these things, to step into this world because, Look, this is an issue. I see this as a problem. This is really hurting a lot of people. And so a lot of people believe that. And, that, and that's perfectly fine because there's a lot of legitimacy to that. But on the flip side, you also have to take in consideration there are others that have a lot of other legitimate arguments against it. And so the challenge becomes, how do we move forward as a whole without uh, exiling people or without destroying someone because you disagree. You know, you have a, I mean, there's, what do you do? How do you approach that? You know, what happens when, you know, how, what happens when you disagree with a mentor who is for a particular thing that you're against and you don't know what to do in that situation? How do you deal with a friend who was once your very close friend, but now you disagree. And so you've, you, you've separated and 30 years of friendship has been thrown out the door. A spouse, you know, um, so anyway, um, I just kind of wanted to talk about that. Just kind of, I want to drop that in there because I believe that right now the most polarizing issue is the vaccines. I think that that's without question, the sword that is that has become the sword that has divided this nation. Um, and it's funny because if you think about it, how the narrative has changed, think about it before the narrative or the thing that was dividing us was Republican and Democrat. Then it became, oh no, 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 I'm sorry. It was COVID is real, COVID is not real. Then it became when COVID, when the, 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 the fear of COVID for say, per se, began to kind of die down and things begin to mellow out, then suddenly racial tension explodes. And, and, it is, 
And, and I mean, now it's black versus white, white privilege, black this, black, you know, and it was like, whoa, wait a minute. And, and, and that was the main issue that was dividing the nation and dividing the country. And people were marching in the streets and completely forgot about COVID. It just, and it was all good. And it was crazy and wild. And then you fast forward. And now a lot of that racial tension, March, all that's gone. That's disappeared, as I mentioned in another episode. And now the number one issue is, and then it was Republican and Democrat. It was communism versus capitalism. It was, uh, you know, just like the 60s, you know. Um, it was the, the, the commies and the leftists versus the right, extreme right wing. You know, it was Trump versus Biden. It was... It was all of that. It was the election, everything. It was the election was rigged. The election was not rigged. The election was stolen. The There's no facts for that. But then there's a bunch of facts that say there was election was stolen. So then now you're arguing back and forth. And it was the election that was the great divide. And now that that's passed, now that we've kind of gotten past that and we're good, even though the reality is that these issues didn't go away, but that's not what's trending. I don't know if I mentioned this, but people are unfortunately more interested now in what's trending as opposed to what's true. And so now it's vaccine. If you're anti-vax, it's not a matter of you're just choosing your own freedom or your liberty. No, 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 that, that, that's not the case. If you're anti-vax, you're selfish. You want people to die. You, you're a horrible human being and you're not for the common good and you want folks to, 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 to die in their beds and that's what you want. You don't want to end this pandemic. You don't even know me. And I say that from, you don't even know the person that you're accusing of being such a horrible human being. You don't even know them. But because they've made this decision that they don't really agree or are not comfortable with something or putting something in their body, suddenly they become the enemy. Even if they may have a legitimate argument. On the flip side, say you are anti and you look at people who are pro-vaccine, oh, you're an idiot, you're a sheep, and you're this and you're that and you're... Well, when you, when you take the emotion and you take the ideal attached to the person, you have officially become part of the problem. And I say this all the time. We have to separate our emotions. We have to separate our beliefs and ideologies from people. That's not what we do now. And so I would challenge us as we move forward. I would challenge us to take a second and get to know people. Ask somebody why they agree or disagree. And as you have that conversation, then just maybe, maybe you might be able to get a better understanding and we can move together. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's real. That's all I got for you today. So think about it. Where do you stand on these issues? Where do you stand on all these things going on? I'd love to know. I'd love to find out. We'll talk about it next time. All right, y'all. As always, value this vision. Breathing don't count as living is more than motor chain. As always, I'm tripping. Value equals vision. Breathing don't count as living is more than motivation. It's change.